Hey, this is Rodney Gage. I'm the pastor of Rethink Life Church in Orlando, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out today. I hope it encourages and inspires you to live with a new perspective, make better choices, and have a greater impact with your life. Here's today's message. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today here at Rethink Life Church. Hey, we are in the middle of a 21-day challenge where we're learning how to master our mindset. We're also learning how to establish new habits and set new goals for 2021. And so far, we've learned how to get spiritually fit and financially fit. And today, I want to share with you a very timely and yet very important topic during this 21-day challenge, and that is how to get physically fit. Now, I don't know about you, but you know, in light of everything that we've endured over the last year with a global pandemic, you know, with so much sickness and so much death that we have seen, that we've been surrounded by because of the coronavirus, you know, if there was ever a time for us to take our health and to take our physical well-being serious, man, it is now. In fact, there's never been a more important time, I believe, than right now for us to begin to shift our perspective about how important it is that we take care of our health and our physical bodies. And in just a moment, I'm going to introduce you to a couple of friends that really their story and what they've overcome are going to greatly inspire you. And some of the tips and some of the uh, words of encouragement and practical advice they're going to give you, I believe it's going to be helpful information for you to get back on track, especially this calendar year, of getting yourself back in a strong, healthy place. Now, you may be asking the question, well, how do you know if we are out of shape? Well, I think you would know, but I ran across something the other day that I thought was so funny. I want to read it to you. Listen, you know you're out of shape if you feel like the morning after and yet you didn't go anywhere the night before. Come on, somebody. You know you're out of shape. You know your body's in trouble when your knees buckle, but your belt won't. (laughs) I'm sure we've all experienced that one. You know you're in trouble when you see your friends running and you hope they twist their ankle. And of course, I love this last one. You know you're in trouble when you breathe harder walking up a set of stairs than you do when you hold your sweetheart's hand. Come on, somebody. You know that's funny. That's funny whether you think it is or not. But you know, we all perhaps reach that place in our lives where maybe we're not where we could be, maybe not where we should be when it comes to our overall health and really just our overall physical condition. In other words, where we are physically in shape. And what's interesting is that the Bible, believe it or not, has a lot to say about our physical bodies. In fact, I'm going to read a couple of verses to you. One of them is found in 3 John. As a matter of fact, 3 John was actually, and it's still, it, it, is, it, it is the shortest epistle in the entire New Testament that was written by the Apostle John. And what's interesting is he's actually writing a letter to one of the leaders there at a local church, and John is expressing concern to him, and he he opens his letter with these words in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. 
and it says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. In essence, what John was alluding to is that it's possible to be walking right with God, to be spiritually fit, like we talked about during week one, and yet not be where you could be and should be in your physical health and body. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20, the Apostle Paul said it this way, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God brought you, excuse me, God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. I think those two verses of Scripture underscore the importance of really not only our responsibility to take care of our bodies, but it also underscores the importance of really what our bodies mean to God. And so what are some steps that we can take when it comes to getting ourselves in the proper financial shape so that we're living healthy, strong, vibrant lives, so that we're enjoying the freedom that God wants us to experience in our lives? Well, I want to encourage you to jot down three things. Number one is this, and that is we have to begin by developing a healthy attitude toward our bodies. I think at the end of the day, some of us may not have a healthy attitude when it comes to really how we see ourselves, how we actually treat our physical body. In fact, in Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, it says these words, a man, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. There's one thing I know to be true, and that is this, that our, listen, our lives will always move in the direction of our strongest thoughts. So therefore, if you think healthy thoughts when it comes to your physical well-being, then chances are you're going to reap the results, the benefits of positive, healthy thoughts. However, the same is true if we think unhealthy thoughts about the way we look if we think unhealthy thoughts about our physical bodies. And what's interesting is that there are basically five attitudes when it comes to uh, you know, our physical bodies, and unfortunately, uh, three of them are bad, and yet two of them are good. For example, when it comes to unhealthy thoughts, there are basically three unhealthy thoughts that many people struggle with, and that is this. Either they reject it, they perfect it, or they neglect it. That's right. They either, they either just reject their body altogether. In other words, when they look at themselves in the mirror, they just say, thanks, but no thanks. God, I'm sending it back. I need a, I need a return here. I need, I, I need a new body. I don't like the one that I have. So therefore, they reject it. A lot of people are on the extreme opposite of that pendulum, and that is the fact that they are always trying to perfect it. In other words, just it's never good enough. They're trying to be perfect in every way in terms of their physical well-being from the standpoint of their appearance. So they're either rejecting it, they're perfecting it, but most people probably fall in the third camp of unhealthy thoughts about their bodies, and that is the sheer fact of just neglecting it. And you know, that might be where you are today. 
Maybe you've been procrastinating. Maybe you are not at a place where you could be or should be. Maybe you just had a hard time getting yourself motivated to get out there and start taking those initial steps to getting yourself physically healthy. Well, that's the reason why the two positive mindsets and attitudes are so vitally important. You say, well, well what are those? Well, first and foremost, I think it's important that we realize that God doesn't want us to reject our body. He doesn't want us to spend unnecessary time or money trying to perfect our body, nor does He want us to neglect our body. But instead, listen, He wants us to respect our bodies and He wants us to protect our bodies. So you see, when it comes to having a strong, healthy mindset and attitude and perspective when it comes to our physical health and well-being, yeah, we need to respect it and we need to protect it. In other words, we got to take care of ourselves. Why? Because life is short. We only have one life to live. I mean, this is it. We only get one shot at this. And so therefore, we need to do our part to doing the best we can to properly maintaining and positioning ourselves so that we can live healthier and better and stronger lives. The second thing that I want to share with you is this. we got to motivate ourselves to change. You know, you can watch commercials all day long, you know, about, you know, three easy tips to this or, you know, drink this latest shake and, you know, do this or do that. You know, 30 pounds in 30 days for 30 bucks or you get all your money back. You know what I'm saying? They, all of the really just the, you know, the, the schemes, if you will, that are out there that are always trying to, you know, persuade us and convince us or better yet, motivate us to take action. But at the end of the day, I think when we begin to see ourselves and we begin to see the importance of our bodies the way God does, that alone should motivate us and inspire us. And there are really two reasons. One is obviously for physical reasons. And it's one of the reasons why we've been doing 21 days of prayer and fasting. Now, the reason why we've been doing this, once again, is to kind of position ourselves spiritually so that we get our hearts right, we get our souls right. I think it's so important that we understand the importance of being spiritually fit. But you see, when we're spiritually fit, it also should motivate us to take care of our physical bodies. And that's where fasting comes in. But here's the thing. Fasting is not all about how you look. No, it's not about how we look. It's all about how we see. And so what we need is we need spiritual clarity. And when we begin to see what God sees as important, then those things, in other words, God's priorities become our priorities. And that alone ought to motivate us to do what we need to do, not only spiritually, but also financially, like we talked about last week, and now physically in our lives. So what are the physical reasons? Well, obviously, it not only makes us feel better, but it also makes us look better. In other words, now we have a maybe a, a stronger, healthier self-image and self-worth. Why? Because we're seeing the physical progress of maintaining our bodies and managing them in a proper way. But there are also spiritual reasons. And here are three that I want to share with you. I think these are very important because you may be asking yourself the question, you know, well, well how, how's all of this spiritual when it comes to, you know, our bodies? So I'm going to give you three reasons. Number one is this, and that is you need to realize that God 
made your body. I love what the psalmist says in Psalm 139, verse 13. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. So you've got to understand that, listen, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God doesn't make any junk. He didn't mess up on you. Listen, you need to understand that God loves you and he made you. And God has an amazing plan and purpose for your life. Number two is this, Jesus paid for your body. So not only did God make your body, you need to understand that Jesus paid a high price for your body. In 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19 through 20, Paul said it this way, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? And listen to this, you do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your what? With your body. So therefore, if God made you, and Jesus paid the, the ultimate high price for you, then the third reason is this. We need to understand the Holy Spirit lives in our bodies. In 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16, it says, Don't you realize, Paul said, that all of you together are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God, listen to this, lives in you. Now, folks, listen. I don't know about you, but when it comes to having a sense of motivation to take the necessary steps to get my body in physically shape, but more importantly, just to get healthy, listen, in mind, body, spirit, listen, in order to get ourselves physically positioned in a place, we need to listen to this, be motivated by the fact that our bodies do not belong to us. They belong to God. And you need to understand that God made your body. Jesus paid a price for your body. And the Holy Spirit of God lives inside of you. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you know him as your Savior. God's Spirit lives inside of you. Therefore, our bodies are the very house, the dwelling place, the very temple of God, the very temple of the Holy Spirit. And you need to understand that the temple, okay, is not an object that we worship. No, our temple is a place of worship. So we need to listen, allow our bodies to be a place where the Spirit of God is welcomed and honored and cherished and respected by how we treat our bodies. So with that, here's the third key. And that is this, follow God's laws of health. You know, in Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 22, one of the wisest men who ever lived, his name was Solomon. Here's what he said to his children. He said, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. For they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. What does that say? Listen, when we follow God's precepts. Listen, when we embrace God's principles and we start living out his principles and start living out his priorities. In other words, the things that are important to God, 
They suddenly become important to us. Okay, now we shift our perspective. In other words, we have a new attitude. And now we begin to see the responsibility that we have to respect our body and to protect our body. Now we're starting to implement implement the laws of healthy living, living that is taught to us through the principles and the truths of the Word of God. So here's what I want to do. I want to introduce you to a very dear friend of mine. His name is Dr. Paul Dowdy, and we're going to learn from him some practical ways and some things that we can start doing today, no matter where you are, on starting to make those initial strides of getting yourself physically healthy for 2021. Well, I'm standing here with my good friend, Dr. Paul Dowdy, and I'm really excited to have the opportunity for you to share some of your wisdom with us. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, Paul, I got the perfect name for a future TV show for you. What's that? Wellness for All with Dr. Paul. <laughs> Man, that would be epic. I just Catchy, love it. it. Yes, I love it. But here's the thing. I know that uh, you have been practicing medicine for over 22 years, that specifically of an orthopedic surgeon. And so I'm excited today because I know you have uh, literally worked with Countless patients obviously have performed surgery on uh, who knows how many surgeries do you think you've performed over the 22 years? Gosh, I don't know. I I saw literally 30,000 people over those years. That's incredible. And, yeah, I did a lot of surgeries. <laughs> and I'm sure you've seen it all. You've heard it all. And um, pretty well. You never see it all, but it, yeah. Well, I know from, yeah, I just know from your own personal experience as a medical doctor and working with so many patients. You know, obviously people are at different places, different stages in their life when it comes to their health and their overall physical well-being. But you know, you have a unique story in that not only are you a medical doctor and who have been practicing medicine for over 22 years, as we've just stated, but you know, you had a recent setback in your own personal life that, that was near fatal, literally almost took your life. And I want our folks to hear that before we talk through some of the details related to just the, the nutritional aspects of how we can take care of our bodies. But tell us a little bit about your setback as far as the accident you incurred. Sure, well about three years ago, just over three years ago, I was riding my bicycle on the road. I'm near where I live, about three miles, and suddenly, you know, this is, I don't remember any of it. I was hit by a, a driver. He took off, hit and run, and uh, the next thing I knew, I woke up and I was in the air. They were log rolling me and my back killed me. Mm. And that's, you know, I was out for a couple of hours, so I don't remember any of it. But uh, yeah, it just went on from there. Well, I remember going into ICU that day where you were uh, literally, you, I mean, almost your face. In fact, I know we probably have some photos there that they're showing here, but it was, it was pretty traumatic, you know, and, and obviously your life was at stake. But thank the Lord, He has uh, not only healed you and restored you, um, but at the same time, now you're taking all of that and the pain that you've had to endure, now you're channeling that to fulfill an even greater purpose, continuing to educate and to help encourage and, and ultimately equip people so that they can start living a healthier, stronger uh, life that truly honors the Lord. And so what I'd like to do, I just, I just think it would be helpful because as, as I stated, you know, we're all at different places. But let's just say you were to sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone who said, you know, all right, enough is enough. I'm ready to start taking some initial steps to take my, you know, my health and my wellness back in control. 
what steps would you encourage these people to begin taking? What's most important? Well, first, I'd encourage them. I'd say, go slow. Don't try and do it all in one day. Just take baby steps. For the most part, that's going to work for most people. If you just try and do everything at once, it's not going to work. Um, first and foremost, for your diet, I would try and cut out processed foods. And what I mean by processed foods, any food that has been changed, it, literally anything done to it. So anything in a package is a no-no. Now that's extreme. That's you know that's going to take a while to work into it. If you're going to start, I'd start slow. And if you ha if you eat fast food, try and cut that out. Um, fast food is a definite no-no. And just go from there. The best things, the best things are whole foods, fruits and vegetables. They're just so good for you. Well, so I guess I can't keep eating my Fruit Loops. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can eat the fruit, but not the Fruit Loops. <laughs> All right. So you know, obviously, when it comes to the dietary aspect of things. Um, there's obviously all kinds of choices and those are just wise choices that we have to start making and only we can make those choices Correct. and uh, but there's also another side you know not only is that the the eating aspect and the choices we make with the kind of foods um, that we allow into our bodies but tell, talk to us a little bit about the importance of exercise you know we hear so much these days about you know, how much is enough and you need to do this or you need to do that. And so from a from a physical aspect, what do you recommend in terms of the amount of exercise that people need to get? Well, exercise is another key to the equation. Just taking care of your vessel, you need exercise. It would be ideal to get a half hour, five days a week, just walking, just simple, you know, moderate pace walking. Doesn't have to be running a marathon or anything, just walking for a half hour. And, and if you can't do that, if that's too much for, someone even just 15 minutes. And if you can't do that, just doing things like parking a little further away and, and walking a little bit or taking the stairs instead of the elevator if you're able to. Just simple things like that. So you don't have to be wearing a tank top going to Gold's Gym and you know, being being the, the, the you know the, the people that we all see on TV, you know, that we aspire to be like or look like. It's just this practical everyday things that anybody can do. Absolutely. And I think sometimes... And you don't, pardon it, sorry to interrupt, no. you don't need special equipment, you don't need a gym membership, you can just do it on your own. Yeah. And I think that sometimes is our excuse. Sometimes is we say, well, I can't afford this, or I don't have the time, you know, to do that. And I think it really comes back down to what we've been talking about, it's just the choices that we make. For sure. And one of those things that we were talking a few moments ago about is just the proper amount of sleep and rest. Tell us of the importance of that. How much does that actually play into our overall health and well-being? Sleep is crucial. Sleep is so important. You know, sleeping adequately helps your immune system. It, it, everyone's kind of different. Everyone has their number. For me, it's eight hours. For Allison, my wife, 10 hours. She likes to sleep 10 hours a night if she can. Um, everyone has a different number. The people who say they only need three hours and then set their alarm 10 times a day to make sure they get up, they're fooling themselves. Everyone needs a proper amount of sleep to boost your nutrition and just enhance your health and well-being. And then when it comes to our overall attitude, just the outlook and mindset that we have towards the things that we eat, the things that we do as far as our exercise, and just overall lifestyle changes. Uh, obviously, we live in a very high-stress, high-demand world. Uh, how much does all of that have to do with our bodies? That is really important. Mindset is so important. Studies have shown that people that are negative, people that have a negative mindset, don't live nearly as long as people with a positive outlook on life. The, the stress gets to you, it wears you, and, and it really enhances cardiovascular disease. Well, I shared earlier in the message, you know, that our 
lives have a tendency to move in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And so let us uh, end this time with that challenge when it comes to just really changing our mindset and begin taking these initial steps as Paul has encouraged us to take, even with the little things that we can begin to apply to our lives to help us start moving towards stronger and healthier lives. Now I have a person, a friend that uh, her name is Missy that you're gonna be incredibly inspired as you hear her story of what has happened through her life and the choices that she eventually had to make in order to get her life back with her health and her physical well-being. Listen to Missy's story. Well, my name is Missy Isom, and I am a pilot's wife and a mother of two. Yes, so I grew up in Louisiana amongst a large family. It was a small town on the bayou, and it was a very interesting upbringing, to say the least. Lots of culture there. Um, but one thing that has been a staple deeply rooted in me was the way I felt when I was little. I didn't feel like the norm or what my siblings looked like. I was an overweight child, and that seed at a young age was planted in me and it was a seed of insecurity, a little bit of vulnerability, and it just made me feel different. So as an adult, my weight did go up and down, up and down, um, only because I, I tried different diets. So when I did become a mom, as most moms know, once you have a baby, you look in the mirror and you just do not see or you do not recognize yourself. So looking in the mirror physically was hard to grasp, but what really hit home and hurt the worst was my mental stability. I started feeling things more intensely and I shared it with my family and my family couldn't necessarily relate so I decided to go to the doctor because the depth that I was feeling was so severe that I needed help pulling out of it. And that's when the doctor recommended medication for me because they diagnosed me with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. So on one hand, I could take this medication that I felt, okay, well, I'm already dealing mentally. How, how is this going to help me come back to the norm, to Missy? Um, and on the other hand, I knew there was another option, which was let me grab life back by the horns and just go full throttle, take control of the physical aspect that I was struggling with, knowing that then mentally I will naturally level out and discover who I was again. So I decided to go that route. I jumped into a mommy and baby group and I started working out with other moms and I quickly realized that this was a passion of mine because as I was working out, moms would share their struggles and in turn I would share my struggles and I realized that when you are open about having postpartum anxiety or postpartum depression, when you're open with that, doors fling open and other women share what they're struggling with and you come together and you lift one another up as you reach for that common goal. So the transformation is, is amazing to me and it really hits home because I decided to take 
my life and do a whole transformation by eating clean. I lost about 50 pounds and have kept it off, not through diet, but just of surrounding myself with people who strengthen me and having that clean diet. I will never say that I am a dieter. I eat clean. And so I have been able to successfully hold that weight, the healthy weight that I'm at, and also be able to show people that you can do this. I had that stigma growing up that I was always gonna be overweight. I had that fear and I had that thought in my head that I was, but that's not the case. You just take control, eat clean, surround yourself by people who will lift you up and know that you can do this. You absolutely can do this and stay the course. Wasn't Missy's story so powerful and inspiring? You know, let me ask you a question. You know, taking all things in consideration, in light of everything you've heard, looking at things from God's perspective, as far as seeing yourself the way God sees you and taking care of your body the way God desires for us to steward our body. Well, let me ask you this question. What decision are you gonna to make today? What is your next step? Well, you know, if we're gonna get ourselves physically in shape, one of the best steps that we can take is to make sure that we are spiritually in shape. In other words, we are in right standing with God. Because when you get to know the God of the universe, when you come into a relationship with His Son, Jesus Christ, I'm here to tell you the Spirit of God comes to live inside of our bodies and changes us from the inside out. In other words, we're no longer like we used to be. In other words, our sin is forgiven and God changes us from the inside out because He gives us a new heart and He gives us a new life and He gives us a new beginning. And if that's your need today, right where you are, I just want to invite you today, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, can I invite you today just to bow your head and maybe just close your eyes and would you just in this moment, would you be willing to commit yourself, commit your heart to surrendering to the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You can pray something like this. Just say, Dear God, I confess to you that I am a sinner and I turn from my sin. Jesus, I place my faith and my trust in you to forgive me and to save me and to change me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. From this day forward, I'm committing to honoring you with the choices that I make and the life that I live. With your help, in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, today, if you prayed that prayer, hey, would you do me a favor? And would you just click on that button if you're watching on our website and sit, simply just click that I Decided button. And today, we wanna send you some information that'll be an incredible, wonderful source of inspiration and help to your new relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, we can't wait to see you back next week. Hey, we love you guys. Well, thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, it would mean a great deal to us if you would consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. You can click on the share button, take a screenshot, and share it on your social stories. And be sure to tag us at Rethink Life Church. To learn more about our church, check out RethinkLife.com. 
Until next time, hey, we love you and believe the best is yet to come in your life.